Follow Me Kids. Are you guys excited to study the New Testament this year? I know I am because the New Testament is all about Jesus. Jesus Christ wants us to follow Him, and the reason we're learning His stories is so that we can be better followers of Jesus Christ's perfect example. Let's play a follow the leader game. We will have some friends make some silly sounds. See if you can follow along and copy the sounds they make. The church named their gospel study program. Come follow me. Because Jesus Christ wants us to follow Him. Yeah. Did you guys know that that's how Jesus called His apostles? He had four apostles who were fishermen before they started following Jesus, and this is what happened when they first met Jesus. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter. And Andrew his brother casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he saith unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. And going on from thence he saw other two brethren, James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother in a ship with Zebedee their father, mending their nets. And he called them, and they immediately left the ship and their father and followed him. I love that it says, as soon as Jesus called them, they immediately left what they were doing and followed him. And we can be like that too. Nothing should be more important to us than trying to be like and following Jesus Christ's perfect example. So, how do we learn more about Jesus so we can follow him better? Well, okay, everyone, I want you to think about your closest friend. How did this person become your close friend? How did you get to know them so well? And we'll always be friends forever, won't we? Yeah, forever. The good news is, the New Testament tells us how we can feel close to Jesus. Listen to this. Search the Scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. If ye love me, keep my commandments. So, if we read the scriptures and keep his commandments, we will be closer to Jesus. Yes.、Yeah, so let's start off by explaining how the New Testament works. 
Do any of you know which four books in the New Testament are called something special? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, a doctor, a fisherman, a tax collector, and another who was just a teenager when he heard the Savior speak. Their names are attached to the first four books of the New Testament, and most important of all, their writings are almost all we have describing the mortal life of Jesus Christ and the things he said. The first four books of the New Testament are called the Gospels. So there are four books that make up the Gospels. Let's now try to guess who Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are. Matthew. Matthew was a tax collector before he was called as one of the Lord's apostles. Because of that profession, we can guess that he was well-educated. He saw and heard many wonderful things while with the Savior. And it is likely he wrote down some of the sayings of the Savior as notes or in a journal. Later, these notes would have helped him when he wrote what he remembered about the teachings of Jesus. Mark. Mark was much younger than the other writers. His mother was a prominent follower of Jesus Christ. Her house in Jerusalem was used as a meeting place for other disciples. Mark was also a follower of Jesus Christ but would likely have been in his teens when the Lord was in Jerusalem. He may have seen and listened to the Savior on occasion. After the resurrection, as the Savior's message was beginning to spread, Mark traveled with the Apostle Paul. Luke. Luke is an interesting writer because he did not know Jesus Christ personally. He became a follower after the Lord's death when Paul taught him the gospel. Luke had been a physician, but he left that profession to travel with Paul. He had the opportunity to talk with many of the apostles as well as others who were eyewitnesses to special events or moments in the Lord's life. One of the most amazing stories Luke wrote about was the birth of the Savior. Luke probably got his information about Jesus' birth from Mary herself. John. John, or John the Beloved, as he was known, served as one of the apostles. His book was probably written last as John seems to have already read the other Gospels before he wrote his own book. Often, instead of telling his version of an event or parable the others had already written about, he writes about things the other writers did not include. In the last five verses of his book, we find out what happened to John, referring to himself as the disciple whom Jesus loved. John tells us that he would not die, but would remain on earth until the second coming. I know that these followers of Christ felt close to him as they wrote these books for us. When else have you guys felt close to Jesus? Hi, I'm Carly from Utah, and I'm eight. A time when I felt close to Jesus was at my baptism. I felt really calm and warm in the water, and I felt really happy that day. 
I'm Gwen and I'm five and um, I when I felt closer to Jesus was when my sister was helping me get on the white page in the scriptures to Jonah and that felt me get closer to Jesus and that day I was very happy. I'm Calvin. Hi, my name is Claire. I'm 10 years old and I'm from American Fork. Last summer, I jogged around the Mount Timpanogos Temple every day for my goal to jog 100 miles. I liked smiling at the people coming out of the temple and seeing the brides taking pictures. I felt calm and close to Jesus there and excited that I could go inside someday. reading the scriptures bring us closer to Jesus? Well, the scriptures actually tell us. Search the scriptures, for in them ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. Eternal life? That's awesome. Yes, getting closer to Christ and gaining eternal life is a pretty great reward for reading the scriptures. But sometimes it's hard to read the scriptures, right? Yeah, life has so many distractions, and sometimes it can be hard to understand what's happening in the scriptures. Well, let's ask some older kids to share advice with us about studying the scriptures. Hi, my name is Cash, and I'm 13 years old. I study the scriptures in the morning when I wake up. When I make it part of my daily schedule and first thing in the morning, I always get it done. I've read my scriptures regularly for two years because I make it part of my day. I miss sometimes, but I just make sure to read the next day. I realize on days that I read the scriptures, I have a better attitude than on the days that I don't read the scriptures. Hey everyone, my name's Jackson. Um, one thing I've learned with the scriptures is they were written a long time ago by a lot of smart people. So a lot of the time when I'm reading, they are kind of hard to understand. So if there's a part that I don't get, I just read it one more time. And if it still doesn't make sense, I can ask an older sibling, um, a parent, a teacher, just anyone that knows just a little more than me and they can help me with that. Um, one more thing is that usually when I start my day off with the scriptures, my day goes a lot better. So I challenge you all to do that. Have a good day, guys. Okay, now I have a challenge for you guys. But first, I need to take you on a little trip. I know it's the middle of winter, but I hope you have some sunscreen with you because we're heading to the Caribbean. Jack! Jack! You seem somewhat familiar. Have I threatened you before? Yes, it's me, the mom from Come Follow Me Kids. We've met before, remember? On the Covenant Path? Welcome to the Caribbean, love. Wait, mom, you know pirate? Yes, and not just any pirate. Son, I'm Captain Jack Sparrow. Savvy. Jack, I need to teach these kids about treasure, so I of course thought of you. Mom, are you sure it's a good idea to trust a pirate? May I ask you something? 
Have I ever given you reason not to trust me? Well, no. Jack has been working very hard to become a good person. He's trying to get back on the covenant path. Really? He's been studying the scriptures. I think we've all arrived at a very special place, eh? But spiritually? Jack is going to show us his treasure room. Remember how I said I have a challenge for you guys? We just need to see some examples of treasure chests. Is that okay, Jack? All right, Isaac, let's follow Jack. Pirate's code. Any man who falls behind is left behind. Ahem. Apologies. You give the orders. Ah, here we are, the treasure room. Okay, kids, look around. See all these treasure chests? I want you to get inspiration to make your own. How could you make a safe place to keep your treasures this year? You could use a mason jar with a little slit at the top. You could use a cardboard box and paint a lock on it. You could use an envelope and decorate the outside. You could recycle a plastic container rather than throwing it away. You could even save the inside tube of a wrapping paper roll and cover the ends like a scroll. The options are endless. Those are great ideas. Which one's your favorite, Jack? You're completely obsessed with treasure. <laughs> you know, we aren't putting actual gold in these containers, Jack. We aren't? What are we putting in them? No treasure in silver and gold, mate. All right, thanks. Time to head back. Hold on to your flip-flops. Mom, what's this treasure chest challenge all about? Well, this year, since all you kids are getting older, the leaders of our church want you to understand that you can study the scriptures for yourself. And as you study the scriptures on your own, you will find treasure inside of them. I know I've definitely got some scriptures that I've read that I treasure. In fact, I'm having a baby in a few weeks and I've written down all my favorite scriptures and I like to read them in the hospital when I feel stressed and it helps me to calm down. So I'm challenging you kids to keep a list of treasured scriptures you find in the New Testament this year. These can be scriptures you find at home or during primary or that you hear on this podcast or that you read in the friend. As you study the scriptures, I promise you will find many that are meaningful to you. And keeping them in a treasure chest is an easy way to have access to them when you're having a bad day or simply when you want to feel closer to Christ. So go on, make a treasure chest. I'm excited to hear if this helps you this year. That's what we have for this week. Do you want to be a guest on this podcast? We would love your help studying the New Testament this year. If you want to be a guest on our podcast, just email us at comefollowmekidspodcast at gmail.com. We'll put a link to that email in the show notes. And if you email us, we'll send you an assignment for a future week. Thanks for listening. And until next time. Bye-bye.